0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. I'm your host, Nelia Hutt. So great to see you guys again. And thank you for coming to another wonderful conversation that we're going to be a part of today. Today, I have a returning guest. Her name is Nyirka Castaneda. Now, Nyirka, if you go back to the beginning of my podcast, she was episode 30. We talked about mindset motivation. And here we are, over 150 episodes. So I am so happy to call her my friend, my colleague, an amazing human being. Mirka, welcome to the show again. How are you?
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. And that was such an amazing intro and right back to you.
0: Oh, I <laughs> you know,
1: you are... Everything that you say that's just W. <laughs> Thank
0: you. <laughs> yeah, episode 30. If you guys haven't heard it, please go back and listen to our wonderful interview in episode 30 of the podcast. I'm here to tell you guys a lot about Nierka because I have a lot to say about her. Just before we hit record, we were talking for over an hour. So, oh it's, <laughs> yeah, she's incredible. All right. So, who's Nierka? Mirka Castaneda, she grew up in Cuba and came from a family of entrepreneurs and (laughs) artists. Her grandfather was a poet her parents, Cuban entrepreneurs. (laughs) They were very resourceful people and why she believes she always has been enterprising and artistic. She loves to talk about art, music, books, and all that provides smiles and hope. This is one of the things that I so love about everything that she does. She loves to travel the world to learn and go on adventures. She is a veteran entrepreneur, a filmmaker, an author, a photographer, a media producer, host for a TV show, podcast, and film, and the founder of Amore Umbrella. I guess you can call her a multi-potentialite. And we love multi-potentialites on this show. Who says you have to just yes. be one thing? Come on now, that's boring. Oh, so sandwich. New York, New York, she felt the call to serve her new home And a year after arriving to the USA, she joined the Army. Amazing. So you guys all know I'm in Canada. She's out in the U.S. The military offered her many new experiences, and she learned skills like resilience, flexibility, self-motivation, determination, self-discipline, goal-setting, and risk tolerance. Now, is there, is there a theme here? All those things that she learned in the military, you can also apply to entrepreneurship. As a female veteran entrepreneur, she realized that her story could help other people and that facing the same kind of issues. Because she understands the difficulty of transitioning out of the military as a female, she is able to talk through the steps, make a plan, and offer resources in order to fulfill your passion as a veteran entrepreneur. So many things we could talk about today, Nierka. Oh my God, you are amazing. Incredible woman. I don't know how you do it all.
1: I put a different hat every day.
0: <laughs> Thank you for your friendship and your dedication to helping veterans and Thank for you. your many, many, many years of service. Thank you. So Nierka... I know I, that was a bit of a long intro, but who are you deep inside? Who is Nierka?
1: An explorer. An explorer of ideas, I explorer of my own curiosity, uh, an explorer and a learner. You know, I never want to stop learning. I, I think every day is a new day, a new opportunity
0: to do something amazing. Hmm. So So your transition from coming from being, being a veteran and not being a veteran, that must have been challenging, right? (laughs) Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, okay, plan A, plan B, plan C, plan all the way to Zulu. Uh, (laughs) And I, I just didn't know what to do. There was nobody telling me what to do anymore. Mm. Um, I didn't have something that needed to get done like the same day like you will always have a short mission a long mission and we always working a team and we had to get things done now I had to get up you know I didn't have to go do PT anymore I didn't have to go work anymore I didn't have to be part of this uh culture that the military can ingrained from you from day one and they do a very good job, at it. Um, so I had to f- kind of learn what to do. And there was one thing that it was missing, and, and I think that's part of a, a lot of veteran struggle once they've done and first responded, and people you know that like to serve, there was no a real purpose anymore. Mm. There was like I I wasn't part of the big, uh, community serving, you know, and military purpose or, or whatever, um, you know, at the end of the time. So I had to find that I had to define that, uh, and yeah, that's what led me to entrepreneurship. Yes,
0: yeah, because I you know, not being in the military myself, but I can just feel a sense of community all the time when I speak to veterans so it must you know the transition must be like lonely right you learn to be a family and trust these people they have your back and then you go to this world where it's unfamiliar and you just you don't know what direction to go right so and I know that you have this beautiful beautiful mission uh, to help vets when they when they get out of the military to become entrepreneurs And you're so passionate about that. And you dedicate your whole life to that. What does that feel like for you? Giving people hope again? Uh, I
1: think that's something. That's the last thing we lose. Mm -hmm. And the the thing that we always have to keep on finding. Because as long as we have hope, we get opportunity. And we get the will to keep going. But we lose that. we can get very desperate right and some people get desperate and and it goes back to losing your purpose right so hope is something and not false hope real hope hope that has a purpose that has a beginning that has a, a ton of possibilities and what you do with those possibilities um it's important i think it's it's something that we need our soul need it you know we eat the food we drink the water because our body needs it what our soul needs right need to feed them hope
0: it's definitely a human you know it's not something we have to have it or we start to die you know we start to our soul just like shrivels up and that's why I love what you're doing and you know I have heard from from some of the veterans um I know you just held held a virtual event it was magnificent very successful it was mixing you know art and business and how these entrepreneurs have done that after being veterans and as well and I heard a lot of the stories and how you impacted these people by you know just teaching them your skills and everything so what are some of the things that you offer like what are some of the things that you tell these people when they're really struggling with finding something to do finding their purpose I think
1: we all have ideas right and we can call it we call different people sometimes we don't have uh we don't pay attention to them or we are too busy or we have too many responsibilities or too many things to do but and we kind of let us fly. But we all have ideas and we're able to, to create. But when you couple that with purpose, when you couple that with something that's greater to you, than yourself, now you you're finding what a lot of veterans are missing and it's that sense of loss, uh, that you got lost that you lost your purpose because you're not part of that big community that the military offer you from day one so I think that's something uh, very important to get back uh, it has to be informed it has to be educated it has to be part of the bigger equation not just making money for making money uh, it kind of gets empty when you do that Uh, there's you know once things go down you're ready to quit Mm -hmm. so you need to tie it to purpose and and that's what i try to teach that it doesn't matter how silly it doesn't matter how small or how expensive it can uh, your ideas are it's what you do with it it matters you don't have the money to go spend a million dollars on your ideas it might sound like the best bet to spend a million dollars. What about writing about that? Guess what? You did something with that idea. You know, I love that. if it's yeah. what's a silly idea, you know, it might sound like it's a silly idea in your head. Guess what? There's multi million dollars business that started with a silly idea, like pet stone, uh You know, the pasta, the the sticky pad. A lot of things that seem simple, that nobody would care, they find a way to become part of our life.
0: Hmm. There's we always talking.
1: somebody that find value in.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. It's such an important message because a lot of times we don't do things. It stops us because we think, oh my God, people are going to think I'm crazy. or oh, this will never work or... But if you don't try it, you don't know. We were talking before we hit record, we were talking about a lot of things, but one of the things we were talking about was how people hear the word creative and they dismiss it sometimes as not important or not, not meaningful, you know? And creativity to me is the opposite of that.
1: Well, I think the problem is society. Uh, or history, uh, we get ingrained that, you know, uh, kids are curious, kids can be creative. Get a pen, get a crayon and start drawing. Uh, oh, he's doing a silly picture, uh, but don't go into arts or don't try to be an artist or feed your soul because that's not something to stake uh, your financing to. Right, and and we keep hearing this all the way when we grow up. So now we're adults and we have responsibility. We have a family to grow, and we're so afraid to be creative because that's what we were taught when we were kids. But why, hmm. right? What? How many things we left um we let die? How many ideas? just because we're not giving ourselves permission to try out. I I give you one simple example. You know, uh, since I I left the military, I've been, I fell 100% into entrepreneurship. And like I say, I put a hat every single day. Today, I was the writer hat. The day before that, I was the editor hat. And before that, I was doing the summit and the TV. I let myself try all these things, but because I did that and because I've been discovering all my different passions and all the ways I can be creative and how far can I get, my daughter allowed herself to do the same. And she has a hundred percent more talent than me.
0: And And she's a teenager.
1: I said, she's a teenager, she's barely turning 18 in March. You know, and she's already had a whole script written down. She draws. she taught herself how to uh, do all the, the, the character of a story. in Japanese style, it's a manga style. You know, that's amazing. And she's super talented. Right? I wish I had half her talent, but... The first thing that happened, the first thing, she felt that she had the permission to try how her
0: ideas. Mm. How far can she take it? That's up to her. That's true. And it's true. Like we all say, oh, artists, starving artists, you know, like society keeps saying, it's not, you know, being a lawyer and being all these other things, it's going to make you more money and all of these things. But you know what? Most of the people that I know that are creative in their jobs, in their entrepreneurship, are happy with their life. And most of the people who don't go the path they know is right for them, because of what other people think, are very unhappy. and It is. Uh-huh. I was going to say, and this show is all about giving to yourself, right? Because if we don't give to ourselves and go after the things that we love if we don't try new things we're really letting ourselves down and we're not going to be present for other people so entrepreneurship really does that well you just get scared of hearing
1: the word creative and you make it run up the hill i will tell you the other side of the coin like i mentioned like what we're talking about i went to this conference the future of work Innovation, right? Creativity, entrepreneurship, robotics, automation. These are words that are already part of our life. The cost of automation is so low right now. Repetition, repetitive works, repetitive tasks are gone. Mm. They show me automation where you can pretty much Go from type out your email all the way to get the sales, close the deal, and they save like millions of hours of work or repetitive work. There's no room for no longer to not be creative. I think that's something we all have to uh, kind of foster in ourselves because that's our future. That's we're in the mass renaissance era right now. The automation, robotics, space mm-hmm. that's nowadays. And guess what? That's the other side of creativity, innovation.
0: Yeah. So I you don't want to be creative?
1: Mm-hmm. Be innovative.
0: I love that you mentioned that because a lot of people think creative is just. You know, like painting and just doing all of those things. Of course, those are beautiful ways to express ourselves. But creativity now means so much more, too. It includes it, so many things.
1: It's amazing all the things that you can do. And, and and the more that you allow yourself to be creative and to explore what you're capable and what your skills are. Because the skills is something that you can learn. Mm-hmm. talent is something you born and you can sharpen it but skills is something that you can learn so just because you didn't know, don't know something doesn't mean you cannot learn
0: mm-hmm. I love you know
1: it. I learned since every single day I try to learn one thing one new thing every day
0: and that's what I love about the people like your whole personality and how you help people because it's like you give them this confidence that they can do anything and that's a lot of a lot of people are stuck right that's where they're stuck because they don't feel like they can do it like you said sometimes we think it's a silly idea or sometimes we think it's not going to work and that's what I really admire about you is because you're sort of like the only way you can fail is to not try yeah And I love that message because I know, you know, it's all like, think of it as not such a heavy burden, you know, oh my goodness, I have to, I have to succeed with this or succeed with that. Think of it as a fun game. Like when we're kids, let me try this. Do I like it? Do I not? You know, it's like my son now is thinking about what he's going to do after high school. And he's like, mom, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm like, this is the time to, you know, to try new things. Don't be afraid. Failure is when you give up and you don't try it and you don't go after some of the things. You don't know what you're gonna like.
1: I, I think so. And I think ideas change. They're guaranteed to change. You started with one little seed and then you had to put water on it and you had to let it grow. And that might go straight up or it might go turns around. That's okay. Sometimes that's half of the fun is just to go around the curve. You know, if you get to the goal right away, it gets kind of boring. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you you miss out all the adventure, all the exploration. And that's why I call myself an explorer. Because I love to explore ideas. There's not something, and the thing is like, once you have an idea, it's like opening a door. You get like so many other ideas. I sometimes I call myself the idea fairy. I love it.
0: I love it. I love that
1: because I get one idea and they just keep popping up. And like, okay, well, you know, maybe I don't have time to do all of them. But guess what? I got time to write them down. You know, and do a diary or do a put on a book, Mm. and then come back come back to it later when I need some a little bit of inspiration. So don't let your ideas die, do something with it, store them somewhere. Um,
0: I can tell you guys, Nierka has a lot of amazing ideas. Thank and you. she's She's acting on most of them, so she's a busy woman. <laughs> 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 so Nierka, tell us about Amor Umbrella, the company that you founded. What is Amor Umbrella?
1: Amor Umbrella? Well, it started as a class project. And then it turned it into the biggest adventure of my life. You know, and that's saying a lot. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I left Cuba, went to the army, traveled all the places. But it's it has been such a fulfilling uh, journey. Because it gave me the confidence. First, it started with the umbrella. The umbrella positivity, like I used, uh, I like to call it where I can repel all the negativity around me.
0: Mm.
1: You know, I just open it. Take, have fun. Be in the moment. Take chats if I want to. But the main thing that the umbrella gave me was hope. And that's what I like to share with other people. So it gave me the opportunity to find myself, to find a new purpose, to find joy again. Mm. So... I love to share that with that. I love when people go and take the umbrella and they start smiling and taking chat and feeling, oh my god, i so hot. Like that's fine. Because you were there. You did something at the moment. You enjoyed the moment. You were present. Hmm. You know, and I, I love I love that. And you know, it turned into so much. Now I have the TV show, the podcast, the books. And it's a lot. But it's a lot I accomplished as well. Mm. It's a lot that I started as a legacy that I'm writing every single day that my kids can remember me by. You know, I love that. I didn't have nothing. I had I think my first book. I started writing it when I was Ten or twelve years old. Took me about twenty years to finish it. That book hasn't been published yet.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, it's all in Spanish. I had to find it somewhere and publish it one of these days. I didn't have the
0: confidence. I didn't have the confidence. I was I was on erica's podcast (sighs) and she sent me um an umbrella. I was very surprised it came in the mail and I was like oh my gosh what is this and I didn't really you know know about what the message was behind it and I was showing my husband it was so great that you sent this to me and I opened it and I instantly felt the symbol of sheltering like just like you say repelling and I love that word but I instantly felt sheltered you know sometimes we take umbrellas for granted and I thought of that and I thought of the connection with with veterans. And I know that you raise money through selling the umbrella to help yes. veterans. So that's really important that people know that as well. And you do have some merchandise that is beautiful. Um and yeah, where can people see some of your some of your designs?
1: Amor A-M-O-R umbrella. So amor, so love in, in Spanish, pretty much. Um umbrella, and and it's in Spanish and English and purpose because one of the things that we stand by is diversity. I love diversity, so I wanted to bring that in the name. And, and the whole like like there's so much. I'm very much into symbols, so everything is built on the, about our symbols. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that. See, this is what can happen when you find your purpose, you find your meaning, you find something that lights you up, something that is, you're so passionate about. And this is what, like, this is what feeds my life, too. It's so amazing. I just want people that are listening to us today to realize how much it helps us and how much she's helping the community. I mean, New Yorker is is you know helping people worldwide and she's got this tv show and um she's teaching people about startup businesses and it's just incredible and I'm so happy to have her back on and introduce her again to you guys um there's so much inspiration that she can help share with you and and it's just she motivates me every day every day I'm reading new things about Nirka and what she's doing and it's fantastic (laughs) Yeah, I I think
1: we need to we need to give ourselves permission to be created and we need to remember to smile at least once a day and keep finding hope. I think that's a human need that we all share. Mm. Uh so I try to do that with everything I do. And you know, start with a more umbrella with my T V show. Could I you being a guest and while my guest speaker's in. So watch the message, listen to it, you know, read a meme, smile. That's the most important part, you know.
0: So do you think that entrepreneurship for you is plays a big part in your self-love and your self-care for your own life?
1: Yes, because... It goes back to the fundamentals in order to be entrepreneur guess what you have to start by giving yourself permission so when you take that step and you gain the confidence along the way you become unstoppable you know so I believe everybody should be an entrepreneur. <laughs> I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but sometimes it's not because it's not a cup of tea it's because they don't they don't have the confidence or they don't they feel they don't they can't afford. Mm-hmm. You know they have too many responsibilities and stuff like that. But there's ways that mm-hmm. you can foment your own entrepreneurship. Just try as a hobby, try as a side business. Don't leave everything behind, and just start with the thing that you like the most and that you don't mind doing. Yes, <laughs> you know, it's simple as that. Just if you hate it, you don't, it don't do doing.
0: it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you hate. Yes, yeah. please don't stop. Uh, <laughs> I can spend hours working on a project that is 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 feeding my soul, and the hours goes by like I'm I doing the 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 series right now, the episodes, and I'm having so much fun with it and I'm watching it and I think I probably spent in the last month about 10 days, 10 hours, if no more, working on this. But it's something I'm actually become very passionate about to do it, like from one...
0: The editing and yeah. everything. And that was a skill yes. for you. Yes. And
1: something, something that I was, uh, I, I was challenged by. I actually learned I had to enjoy it, had to, and having a lot of fun right now with it. So I don't mind doing it. When I hated it,
0: <laughs>
1: 15 minutes took me like five, ten hours to do it. I was like, golly. So don't do the things that you hate. The, the, don't start with those. Don't punish yourself for to be an entrepreneur.
0: Mm, reward
1: that. yourself. Yeah
0: yeah because it's tough you got to wear a lot of different hats just like being a parent you know you're the chauffeur you're the cook you're the like it's just it's the same like being an entrepreneur you have to be and a solopreneur so somebody on their own you have to be everything you got to give yourself a break it's okay to yeah. make mistakes and it's okay to but it's also important that when you do fail that you realize it's not failure because you're always learning There's always something to learn even when things don't go the way we were planning, right?
1: Well, uh, one story I learned not so long ago was that Abraham Lincoln fell a lot. He actually got demoted all the way down. Abraham Lincoln, the United States president. Guess what? Hmm. That's what took him all the way to the top. Hmm. Failures, okay. As long as you learn with every single failure, what is the lesson learned? And the success is also tissue. Mm-hmm. So, But sometimes you learn a lot more with the failures or what seems like a failure because mm-hmm. you learn what not
0: to do. And you learn a lot about yourself in the process. Mm-hmm. You learn about what you can tolerate, who you want to be around, what kind of people you want to work with, what people you want to help. It's a really good way to discover who you are too
1: mm-hmm yeah but it make sure you do analysis at the end uh whatever looks back everyone a wow and you go, okay when well, this thing work out why mm. why did it work out you know what could i done different you know was it even worse to try something different maybe that was right and i just have to stick it out a little bit longer that's okay too
0: yeah and it might take a lot longer than you think Mm -hmm. it's an adventure the road is not always paved the way you think it's going to be right so You just don't know. And that's part of like the exploration and part of the (sighs) venture that of course you need to have certain things, you know, (laughs) in place. It can't all just be, but there's so much room for creativity and so much room Mm -hmm. for, to allow yourself just to make those mistakes. It's okay.
1: It's like uh, building a house.
0: Always make sure that your foundation
1: is solid. So work on the, on the foundation. See, you don't have that; it kind of fall apart, right? So make sure you build that brick by brick, and it can take, you know, a little bit of time to build. It's not wrong; if it wasn't built on one day. Uh, but keep checking on your foundation, and let enough a space for creativity, for reliance, for flexibility. Mm. You know, be flexible. And you say your own pace. You don't have to follow somebody else's pace. They, just because somebody's successful now, they might be at the middle of the book. You're writing your own story. So you might be at the beginning of the page. Don't try to be at the end of the page when you just started. You just grab the pen.
0: Yeah. You know? And you don't like where you are? Flip the page. And following, <laughs> it's true, and following what everybody else is doing. It's a job, not entrepreneurship. That's a job. (laughs) Yes.
1: That's definitely something I remind myself. Like, I didn't go to entrepreneurship to become or to get another job. Once it becomes a job, then it's not entrepreneurship any longer. You know, if it's all about the money, it's all about going after the sale. What do I get myself? I'm independent? No. I'm depending on that money.
0: So Nierka, I have to ask you: When you're working with people that are new to starting their own business, what do you think is their biggest struggle? Is it the confidence, or is it because they don't think that they're going to find the right idea? Or like, do most people come to you already with a plan, or do they come to you and say, "Hmm, I'm looking, you know, to build a community. I miss that family bond. I want to serve the community." Like, what do people usually have, struggle with the most? And they get too many ideas.
1: They don't know what to choose. And they they want to go straight to meet the goal, to meet the idea. You know, they want to go straight to success. And they forget that they have to go through the journey to get there. Mm. And also they don't know what to decide, uh, what to do. Uh it has to be perfect. And there's no such thing. That's just fear talking. They want somebody else to put all the money. Guess what? That means you're afraid your ideas are not good enough. Mm. You want somebody else to take the gamble on you, but you're not willing to take the gamble on yourself.
0: I I don't uh, say risk powerful. everything. That's powerful. You guys should go back and listen to that.
1: Yeah. I I don't say gamble everything that you have, sacrifice everything that you do, but put a little bit of skin in the game. (laughs) And start with the one that costs you the less resources and is the quickest to implement. Because guess what? You're going to be building. I started with the umbrella, rain and shine umbrella that I still have. You know, I wanted to build a whole park of, you know, diversity, inclusivity, and diversion. I haven't got to that part yet. But I actually built my entertainment center because, I guess what, I built a media, uh, shows, and doing my own entertainment in my own way. Yeah, it, it changed completely from when I started, and I still might have my handy umbrella, right? But I started one idea. Because I had enough to invest on myself, to go buy the product, to start creating the, you know, start with the packaging, make figuring out all the shipping, figuring out all the logistics. Got that out of the lunch. Did it work out? No. The thing got delayed like three months. <laughs> COVID happened. That's okay. Because every time I learn something new. And I keep digging in until I find my real purpose. You know, so that's what I say. I start with the one that's going to give you the quickest win, that's going to be accessible, the resources. Resources don't only mean money. It means people. It means support. It means network. Because sometimes you need more than one person to make something happen. <laughs> And It's not a competition, It's not a racing. It's a collaboration. You know, everybody brings something to the game.
0: absolutely.
1: And you know so you have to work. And when you build a team, it doesn't mean that you have to employ everybody. It doesn't mean that you have to pay everybody. No, it means you build the people that are are the necessary to be part of your team. They can be your advisor board they can be collaborators, they can be your suppliers, they can be uh, your seller, they can be your workers, you know, they can be your family, because somebody contributes something uh, in some kind of way, and you have to find those people that, that, that you need, you know, they are the toxic
0: that's how we found each other,
1: yes, you know, <laughs> like, like-minded people, right, and, and uh, uh, there was a connection right away because guess what? I love all everything that you, that all the you sharing. You giving stars. You have the ukulele project that's giving hope. So all that, it talks directly to me because that's kind of similar parallel to what I do. Mm. Right? We like Monday. It doesn't matter you're all the way in Canada here in Miami.
0: Mm. We want it to make the to world a better place. Other.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it might start with you making your house a little bit better. You know, but every person that you impact—I impacted my daughter, impacted my son—in some small way is helping the whole world.
0: Mm.
1: One person at a time, small time. That's all you have to do. You know, and I I know we all have big ideas. That's okay. I 100% want you to think big. You know, I'm super, I always think big. And I try. You know, I go for the stars. Because if I get close enough, guess what? I get close to the stars. (laughs) (laughs) But break it down into something that's achievable. That's why you start with a small uh, with the, not small, but the most um
0: reachable, maybe
1: reachable, actionable, mm-hmm. actionable. Because it also kind of build that muscle, right? You're building that resilience. You learn, and you, and once you get it accomplished, oh my god, that happened! I can do it. That's what now you got confidence in yourself. You learn something about yourself. You can stick it out. And now you go for the next thing.
0: And, and the, the fear. The fear starts to go away. Yes.
1: You-, mm-hmm. you know, it used to be explored. There's so many things I learned. I'm like, well, I don't know why I learned this. But it got me curious. And, I, and then later on, guess what? That was the missing piece I was missing. Mm-hmm. And it click, It clicked. Because I, I 100% believe that things come to us when we need it. There's always a reason. I agree. Mm. Can you believe that before I I fell into entrepreneurship, I didn't know who Tony Robbins was? He's huge. I see him everywhere now. (laughs) (laughs) But he wasn't on my
0: radar. Yeah. No. In my awareness.
1: Yeah. And all these big names that I keep hearing now, like Well, oh, okay. I get what they say now. So, but that didn't happen until I was ready to listen to that. And we just opened that little window. And we let ourselves be. And create. And try things on. Think of it like trying a a new pair of shoes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: If we all just believe. (laughs) five percent in ourselves it could grow and grow and grow and we feel so much better about ourselves and happier with our life and our life is we only get one you know why not take a gamble why not not be afraid to take risks sometimes neerka i know that you're also the author of the series how to launch the business that fits your lifestyle It's a series. Where can people find that?
1: They can find it on Amazon and, of course, (laughs) AmorAmbrella.com.
0: Wonderful. So what can people, like, what is it about your series? So it's how to, what's included? Like, how to start, like, foundation, right?
1: So, yes. So the first three books are out now. One talks uh, about how to structure your idea. So, like, you have a business idea. What is the best uh, business structure you can choose because you want to monetize that idea right away so you can bring that money in and keep funding your ideas. Everything costs something, right? Uh, so why not take advantage of the taxes and the legalities? Um, the other one is actually we got all these ideas. Uh, but sometimes we don't know how to implement it. So that's why we got it from idea to implementation. It's kind of showing you case by case, uh, all the possibilities, and also how to kind of brainstorm ideas and different methods that are there, just to start, get it off, you know, get it out of your head to actually make it something tangible. And the third one, uh, time management, because who does not struggle with that, (laughs) Um, we got like they keep saying we have 24 hours, but do we? <laughs> when we kind of subtracting all those things that we had to do during the day, like sleeping, eating, uh, <laughs> driving. Um, so whatever time is remaining after we subtract all those hours, what are we doing with those hours? Mm-hmm. You know, you want the right book and you don't have time. Guess what? Somebody wrote the book of 15 minutes a day. And they finish and become a bestseller. Hmm. Took him a little while.
0: So true. So true. But
1: it's go back to time management, right? How can we be more efficient with the hours that we have? And sometimes we have to sacrifice something, but it's okay. We get to choose. It's choosing a wonderful thing that we can do.
0: Yeah, because this isn't a nine to five, baby.
1: No. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> And you obviously get like
1: 80 hours.
0: <laughs> and you obviously have great time management skills because you have your hands in so many successful things and you still have a very engaged family and family life and time for adventure. So teach me, teach me all about time management. <laughs> so yes. I, I love that you have those books. It's a great place for people to start. And I'm going to leave all the links um, at the end of the show notes. If you guys want to connect with New Yorker. and you won't regret it, honestly, I'm so grateful that we have become friends and that we're working on some projects together. And she really, you know, gives me that boost and we help each other. And I think it's, it's just fantastic when you can meet people, you know, that don't just live in your neighborhood. Right. And you can connect yes. with them and if we weren't open to these conversations, we would be missing out on so much.
1: Uh, I think that's uh, the wonders of technologies and innovation. Somebody had to sort about how to connect people across the world. Mm. And we now, it's something that we do every day.
0: Right? And we don't even think about it. It's like we just... <laughs>
1: <laughs> but when we having the whole world came to a stop that, this is a great example. The whole world came to a stop, uh, to a stop because this little thing called COVID. And guess what? We had to learn how to use Zoom. <laughs> you remember all the things that happened in the beginning? Oh,
0: like all the mess up. Scary. Yes. Yes.
1: But yeah. guess what? Now it's like something that
0: we do every day. Yeah, like COVID now is just another word, but when it first started and hundreds of thousands of people were dying, and when we think of the world, it's actually like the world, hundreds of countries came to a halt. Like, I don't think we realize the magnitude because now we think, oh, COVID is just like an everyday word that we use all the time. But when you really think of like shipping and transportation and just everything, industries just stopping it's just like amazing but we had to pivot right we had to change the way that we do things and we need those creative people for that (laughs) right yes
1: oh innovation creativity entrepreneurship (laughs) they
0: all the same world you know i talked about how art can save the world in your press in your um your virtual event and uh, I still believe that because it's the creatives I think that are gonna get us out of trouble you know what I, mean? I do because they're willing to take the chance you know what do they got to lose come on bring it on you know well this <laughs>
1: it's, it's half of the fun it's half of the I think we all had to dream we have to learn how to dream again how to be creative how to be Try new things, mm. you know. Remember that time when we were children and we got so excited about toys, and we didn't know what to do with those toys, and it was a wonder. Have you ever seen? I remember my kids uh, when they were very young, and I I would bring them the 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 bag, uh, a colorful bag, of course, and yeah. the toy was inside, and they would use. Fall in love with just the bag, like I didn't had to take that toy. They were like, "Oh, this is amazing!" Because it has some some animals, some fear. Like they were mesmerized just by the bag, and then the toy came out later, and then the bag stopped being important. But it was a wonder, a discovery, and I think we need to find that sense of wonder again yes. in everything that we do.
0: Yeah, I remember too when my child was really young, and we put everything on the floor and it was like everything we could play with at once. It was, it was just, there's always a different way to look at a toy. There's always a different way to observe something from a different perspective and learn something new. And, you know, even just a block to me was just a block until I learned to see it through their eyes, you know? And when we're a multi-potentialite, people can't tell us, Oh, you know, okay. What are you going to be when you grow up? I want to be a fireman. Well, why can't I be a fireman who's a surgeon, who's a writer, who's an entrepreneur, and who's a singer in a band? You know, why can't I be that? Why do I have to pick, you know? And I think it just, we have to open our minds and not limit ourselves and to teach the next generation to do this. Well,
1: and the thing is, there's three ways to think, right? There's a diversion. Um I forgot the other two right now. <laughs> but you know, there, there's more than one way of thinking. So you don't have to be like everyone else. And just because they cannot do something and try different things mm. at the same time, because they don't have the capacity or they don't allow themselves to be capable or doing that doesn't mean that you don't have to. I, I get, all the time they tell me, oh, pick one thing. You only gotta pick one thing. Too confusing to do this. <laughs> like, why? you confused?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Incredible. What's the fun of that? <laughs> so, Nierka, if you had one piece of advice, I know there's so many things we talked about. But one piece of advice to someone who is struggling with picking an idea, someone who has too many ideas and is struggling to pick one idea. You said pick one that is more actionable, pick one that you could probably complete the quickest, that you can see success in the soonest. But what would you say is the one piece of advice to someone who wants to be an entrepreneur, that doesn't have an idea. Who think? Who's struggling to find that idea? Borrow somebody else's ideas. <laughs>
1: For real. I love Just it. Because, <laughs> yes, get inspired. You know, the greatest artists um, that I know, they go to the museum all the time, and they go see all those people painting or all those people of work or, or historic art and then they come back and they implement it, they tweak it a little bit and they make it a self.
0: Mm. You
1: watch movies? Mm-hmm. Guess what? A lot of movies, the people, the directors, the producers, they get inspired by all the movies. This guy inspired by all this and they just bring it back and, and sometimes they straight do it again. Absolutely. Oh, I love that shot, I'm going to repeat that shot. And they tell the
0: same story. You're like, oh, wow, how they did that? <laughs> you know, it's the same with music. You know, most songs are written with the same three, four, five chords. And mm-hmm. just because you're right, you using the same chords doesn't mean that you're duplicating.
1: No, you, know? you use a different combination. Exactly. Or you add that little thing that make it yours, that flavor. Mm-hmm. That, that flavor, that's the difference. You can have two bakeries in the same corner, but they all have going to have their own flavor. They might have a little bit more sugar here, a little more flour over there, and they're not going to taste exactly the same.
0: And that's the same for entrepreneurs because we could do exactly the same thing. I could be doing umbrellas and veterans and all these things, but nobody can do Nyirka like York. Mm -hmm. Nobody can do Mm -hmm. Nelia like Nelia. Everybody has their own personality, the way they do things, the way they were brought up, their skills. Everything plays in so uniquely to one person. You can never duplicate. You can be inspired and duplicate certain processes, but you can never, you know, like you'll always be unique. Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, and and it's part of the discovery process, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, I do that all the time. I always try to find new ideas, uh, find new industries. Sometimes we say we're reinventing the wheel, but you go across the industry and somebody else already have it done. It's true. They just call it by a different name.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: You know? So sometimes it's just part of the puzzle that you are missing and it's already done. Guess what? Let's work for you. Yeah. Let's work for you.
0: You've said so. so many like helpful things during this interview. Like there are so many things that you said that I think I might have to quote you on some, uh, some social media posts. So Nierka, <laughs> before we come to a close today, is there anything we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about?
1: so many things <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> no I, I think I think uh, I invite everybody to watch the show um, there's so many so many interviews yours included that will inspire you to find that new that inner show yourself that, that creativity that space for innovation uh, everybody brought their own value and it's 22 episodes for <laughs> for the tools you need motivation how to be successful how to do time management so i definitely invite you to watch the show for your own your own enrichment um, and allow yourself to be creative to, to allow yourself to discover what is your passion? What is your the thing that make your soul sing? You know, I I guarantee you, <laughs> I guarantee you, when you find that thing that click for you, your life is going to be so much rich. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's this is a different thing. I wake to up and I go to bed, and the only thing I'm doing is just doing something that helped me. You know, I don't see us at work. From the moment I wake up or the moment I go to bed I crash. I don't I don't go to bed, I just crash. Mm-hmm. Is I'm doing something that is part of the whole entrepreneurial journey? Mm-hmm. You know, and it don't seem like I spend the what twenty, eighteen hours working. No. Because I'm having so Learn- much joy learning. Mm-hmm. You know, I can. it might be going networking or having a conversation or talking to a advisor or talking to a mentor, talking to my children. I learn from my children all the time. And that's okay. They have so much food to share. You know, you just give a two-year-old a computer.
0: <laughs> Sounds you know. like it's just living. You're actually living your life.
1: Yes. But I'm living it with purpose. And that's the difference.
0: Yeah, if I remember back to the days where I felt dark and incomplete and depressed, they were days without purpose. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was when I turned that around that things changed for me as well. So thank you for that reminder today. It was so great having you here and connecting with you and having you back on the show and I know we're going to talk again in a couple of days, but I just want to say thank you. Thank you for coming and giving everybody hope and for the Amor umbrella. And you just don't know what's going to come out of a project. And I am so glad that you opened yourself up to all of these things because you are really helping so many people. I think more than you're even aware of. And
1: uh, I, I'm going and I, I, most of the time I'm very modest, <laughs> but, <laughs> me, but there's one thing, I I have, I have got into this habit of sharing MM. you know, something that make people smile. It helped me, it's part of my routine, it makes me smile and I like to share it on my social media. I stopped for two days because I was got busy with doing something. People message me. You made me smile so much every single day. Thank you. i like, wow. That little thing mm. is actually giving people hope. And sometimes they don't comment. That, that person, I didn't even know that he was watching for the last year. <laughs> you know, they didn't comment. But he's like, yes, I'm into this. And he's checking my post every single day. So, and it's all part of the whole, right? It's all part of the whole purpose mm-hmm. of the whole picture. Because we don't we don't have one little square. It's everything put together, but it's all the same.
0: Yeah, you just don't know who's quietly learning from you. Yes. And who's quietly learning something and taking something away from what you're doing. And that's a beautiful thing, you know? sometimes we don't know what the impact is and it is nice you know as entrepreneurs we don't always hear how we affect people and you know because people are so addicted to looking at who's following me and this and this and that and but people like us we're not driven by that we're driven by so many (laughs) other things by purpose and meaning and passion and we just want people to live A happy life and we want people to make impact and help each other. You know, as two people, we can't we can only help so many. We need to help others help others, you know, and that's how you create more impact. So
1: I I want to add something to that. When there's a room is full of darkness, it only takes one candle Mm. to make light.
0: I love that.
1: And when you put two candles together. Now you get a little bit more light. And it's not so dark anymore. So one person, one gesture can do a lot. It can light up a whole room.
0: Thank you. Thank you. for that's So what a great way to end this conversation. I so appreciate everything. I'm going to, you know, get it. If you're listening to this and you love Nyarka's message, just follow her. Watch her episodes on her television station. I'm going to put all the links because she's got lots of links, lots of things going on. You guys are going to be amazed, and uh, I'm going to check out your your series and all the things and keep sharing the Amor Umbrella. Beautiful message. Thank you. Thank Thank
1: you. you. I'm so glad that
0: I was here again (laughs) and that we talked for hours (laughs) before that. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.